0: Welcome to the Giant Podcast, I'm Caitlin, I'm Poppy, I'm JC, I'm Caitlin, I'm Molly, I'm Ellie, I'm Fee, and today we're doing about exams, revision, just quite a school topic today. So the first question I'll ask you guys is, how do we feel about exams overall, and the stress of them, you know, how do you cope with them?
1: I think there's like a lot of pressure about exams, especially like, you get older, yeah, there's a lot more stress and pressure, and I think we put a lot of pressure on ourselves as well to do well, because we all want to
2: do well and go places but um I think it's looking at exams as though like because we're only in year 10 so we haven't done any professional exams yet so when we start doing them it's kind of looking at mocks as even though they are a good practice they're only mocks so not to put as much stress on us and as not to kind of focus too much on the fact they're exams and just kind of think of it as a step
0: in progress that's what I do when I got exams I think the the biggest thing is we constantly think about the end thing which is the GCSEs and they although you think they don't mean much they do to us because they mean getting into college they mean you know going to university and there's a lot of pressure on us you know from our parents from you know people around us to do well in them I think yeah sorry I think peer pressure is not deliberate not like s- brutal
2: peer pressure but like subtle like passive peer pressure like so sitting in a lesson and like somebody got a higher mark than you, but then okay. you know that... imagine
3: this. Imagine, like, you're just on a test, and like, let, let's, let's say you get a certain grade, and both people on either side of you get a grade 9, and you don't get a grade 9, like, things like that.
2: In our grading system, in, in where we are, it's, it goes in numbers, so it's instead of, like, ABCs. In yeah. the UK, okay. yeah. In the, in the, the UK. Not, not, but yeah. in, in A-levels, it is still, like still ABCs. A, yeah. B, so um, ours is in numbers. So like a nine is the highest you can get and a five and six, seven, eight is kind of leading up to that.
0: I think since that has changed, I know personally, it feels like when I get a four or five, that feels really low. Whereas if I got a C, I would feel a bit disappointed, but if I got a B, that's a six, seven now. But if I got a six, I'm kind of a bit like, oh. Whereas if mm. I got a B with the old grade and I'd be like really chuffed because that's like the second highest you can get yeah, pretty yeah. much. It doesn't seem idiom like as well. It can
1: be quite cool do think we all really know what all them numbers stand for yeah. so you can say like oh I got a six or I got a seven but you don't really know what it is which is I think is why we put
2: pressure on our yeah. don't really it. I think a massive thing is our parents don't understand it as more more so than we don't like my mum looks at the thing and every time I'm like oh i got this on a test she would be like oh is that good Just like because it was so much easier with my sister because my sister's seven years older so she was still with the A's and C's. You knew if it was an A, well, it's the beginning of the alphabet, so you guess it's got to be pretty yeah. good. Whereas a nine, that's that's a high number, but which way does it go? What yeah. what g- grade 10, does that? Re- my parents seem to <coughs> do
4: yeah, <it. laughs> nine out of ten. Like, <laughs> Would you do best? Yeah, yeah, like what what's the
2: reflection on um of like the A B C? It's not even asking that, but like like you said, if you get a six, it yeah. doesn't seem great, but. And say your end of target is like a seven. Your end of like year eleven target is a seven, but a seven's above an A. So yeah, that's
1: really good. How? Yeah. I think with target grades as well, they're a bit like they're not used properly because Mm. I remember in like some of the earlier years, uh, our target would be like let's say a four, but we'd be doing tests where the highest you could actually get was a three. So it's like you can't even get it. So it makes you feel like you're not. When we got our predicted
2: grades as well, um, they're. our school personally it's a bit of criticism but um kind of just went like got a I know for mine my whole thing was sevens but I know for a fact that I, there's some subjects like computer science I am definitely yeah. not targeted seven and there's some other subjects like English where I'm not dead I, re- I can I could do higher than a seven so it's and they've not kind of catered enough to our needs because I mean we are only in year 10 but they are meant to be our end of year 11 grades yeah so I don't get how that reflects I feel
3: like all, all my year end of year 11 are like all the same yeah maybe like bar one maybe maybe two yeah mm. it's
1: off your sats though isn't it it's not off yeah yeah, yeah. That's yes. actually, which is so
2: important like stupid. Yeah. we didn't
1: do we didn't even do a sat in it's science
3: so bad on my sats yeah. we,
2: we've had four years of education so why are our grades that we should get in year 11 reflected off something that we've had less knowledge on four years ago I like think
4: it could portray someone really badly as well because they have so much chance to grow during during a secondary school environment and it depends like how their experience was in primary school and how they found secondary school and so also if you're getting a lower grade than is maybe predicted it would make you look like you're underachieving whereas actually if you look at how hard the person's worked and their progress throughout their time at secondary school it, they can still be achieving really good results for them but it will make it look as though they're underachieving.
0: Yeah I completely agree so now should we talk about some revision techniques or how much you revise things like that is there a lot of pressure to revise at our age you know I think personally in a lot of lessons we get told we have to revise we have to do this we have, to, and we've been told that since about year eight I would start to say that's when that started. Some people personally there's some subjects where I can't revise I don't revise I'm not good
2: at it I don't know how to in fact no I know how to revise that subject there's so many methods that get offered to us but there's like for example a maths exam I look in the easiest way I revise for maths is looking through the book looking at how they work stuff out it takes me 10 minutes max and it's and I don't get much benefit from it just because that's the way my brain works whereas with things like geography if I don't revise I fail the test so it's it's completely like personal preference, but the school doesn't see that. The, I think a lot of it, like the government, and to do with education, it's all a vision focus, but some kids don't work well with your vision and some kids do. It's it's so different and personal. It depends
1: what type of learner you are, though, because
4: in the school environment as well there's not necessarily um, that chance to explore how you best learn and it really varies from teacher to teacher and in different subjects but often yeah and but often we're not able to sort of um, get that chance and whatever the teacher will give you as a chance to revise um, might not work for you so i think it depends on what the teachers are giving you compared to what's actually best for you
0: yeah I think there's a lot of pressure on us from teachers when they constantly say we need to revise. I think a lot of times they don't understand how much we have on. And I feel like in year 11, it's all right. In year 10, I feel like it's to start saying you have to start revising. But there's a lot of pressure to say you have to revise this, you have to revise that. I think sometimes they don't realise just how many subjects we have to revise. There's a time, um, like, towards the end
2: of year 10, like, you know, our end of year 10 marks and start definitely in year 11. That's when we start having to prioritise for revision yeah. and stuff. But before that, like... You and you like like you do football. I do dance. You do dance, dance. We all have our own hobbies that we all. Josie plays instruments. So everyone has their own hobbies. And we all have to learn to prioritise, but because of school, and this could be a, this could be an advantage. We have to learn to prioritise from a very young age. Yeah. Um, and it's good because you know we learn how to organise ourselves
0: and how to you know cope with stress. But should we be learning how to deal with stress at the age of eleven? I think we should one hundred percent. I think that could be linked into uh, what we talked about uh, two weeks ago, was it with Miss Clark about uh, in PSHE lessons? We should be learning more about things like how to deal with stress and obviously people are going to be stressed about mocks whether you're someone who just goes in you know not caring the world about what you get or whether you're someone that cares loads and you know just feels really pressured about it we have to learn about how to deal with that exam stress walking into the exam getting ready preparing yourself for what's going to come up I think that really relates to mental health as well yeah um
2: dealing with like I know a lot of people in year 11 and stuff who struggle with Exams, not even the revision stress, but going into the hall because the hall. I think quite it's a very overwhelming. Experience. Like yeah. we, we were talking about it before, weren't we, me and Kate and Anderson, about what were we saying? What were we saying before about how when you go into a hall in year eight, it's like. Yeah,
1: it's like really intimidating. It's like what, like all the chairs; it looks <coughs> different to how it usually looks, and it's just really scary. I always get scared that my stomach's gonna rumble. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that, that always, always happens. Actually, I'll get so worked up, and sometimes I'm like, I don't even care. if this as long as my stomach doesn't rumble <laughs> and everyone doesn't turn around and look at me, I'm fine. Obviously, it's really bad, but that's how daunting it can be on people. Again, and also it's like like a really echoey room, and if you're someone who finds it hard to like um, concentrate, you've got people coughing, tapping pens people, yeah. pens, people moving chairs, and it can be really distracting. And you just want everyone to just like shut up while you're doing your exam. I, <laughs> like, I, I can't
3: work in exam halls. Like I'll work in class and I'll do class work and things like that. And I'll do i do well in class but in examples, everything goes out the window. Like any, th- any revision that I've done, any like anything, like it's not that it's not that I don't remember it, it's that I, I can't process you just panic, don't read it like The yeah. thing yeah. is I I don't I don't even I don't even panic. Like I don't feel like I'm panicking. I just i just can't do it yeah. can't get it
0: onto a page yeah. yeah i think one thing they need to think about is where we where we sit so i think we should be sat in the same seat for all of ours because then we get used to where we are we get used to our surroundings i know caitlyn you're, you're like lucky but not lucky because she sits in a1 for everything which is like the corner in the front which is like it's good in a way but it also isn't because you're sat in the same place and it's a it's bit flat. frustrating
1: I don't like that seat. No, but it's great. <laughs> I get to lean against the wall, but I just have to stare. Yeah. At me. See,
0: but the
2: and thing is, yeah, at least you have like a, a set seat. Yeah. Whereas yeah. I know for a fact, because obviously we have different English sets, different math sets, different science yeah. sets. We have different people. I'm right at the end of the register, so I'm smack bang in the middle of a row. But depending on how many people are in the set before yeah. us or what set we're in, I just get moved up and down that row, and like or I get moved switch rows, and it's it's yeah. confusing. It's stressful because then if I forget to see my exam seat or something, and I don't know where I'm going or what I'm doing and then you get embarrassed and then you're in the wrong mindset for an exam yeah
1: it'd be usually like around the same place so it's not like you're going from one end of the hall to the other yeah. for me like if I'm not in the same seat it's usually like three back Forward, it's never like a massive, but then again, like the
3: when way. we like in year nine, we sat history and geography exams together, and they did all yeah. the history, history classes,
0: on one side, and yeah. then
3: all the geography classes, yeah. which it was, means yeah. that you
0: will be moving. Like, in like, when right they, they do Spanish the and French, they split the whole, so um, you we're usually in like ABC, us guys in the mm. rows, but when me and Ellie do Spanish yeah. here, and we we then go to F and G and it's like completely different because we're on another side of sports zone. so I think it's it's really good to possibly have just one seat that you will always have in your exams yeah. but um, like for your G-
1: actual GCSEs you won't be split with like the French and the Spanish
0: really. yeah I don't yeah, think it's but all set but I feel like still having
3: one seat but no matter yeah. what the exam is I would rather have even if you I hate the have seat, one seat and have four seats in front of me and seven seats behind me that yeah. are vacant than like move about mm.
4: seats yeah. yeah that's true i suppose it's all practice in terms of what we're going to do for our actual gcse so however we do them at this school that's what they're prepping us from when we were all at the school because we we're all in year 10 now our very first exams in the hall were right at the end of year eight but now they've started doing them right from year seven which I think is an interesting one because some people might think it's beneficial because just starting from go in secondary school, they're then used to doing exams in the hall and that environment. But then also, you know, is it too young you know, in year seven to be going right into a GCSE exam environment?
0: I think it gets them used to it, which I think is the most important thing. I mean, a lot of schools literally do, not even their year 10 mocks in the sports hall, they go into their year 11 yeah. mocks in the, in the sports hall in, what, how many weeks until they do their actual GCSEs? They, they, they do go in the march and then they have their yeah, actual and and the so mm-hmm. Yeah, and they get so overwhelmed because they're just like, what is going on? I've watched, like, I'm addicted to all the educating York, she's educating, <laughs> I love them, I absolutely love them. And what I see is, Great um, oh, I love them. And what happens constantly is kids go into it and they end up coming out because they just can't deal with the fact mm-hmm. that they've had to go into this environment and get a test done Yeah, I think going back to the mental health thing.
2: The and like we said the hall is very daunting. The revision process is very daunting and I think a lot of people I think a majority of us are quite lucky like we we don't struggle with exams as much as some to the extent that some people yeah, do. Definitely. Like I know I know people that have walked out of exams before, they're actually GTSE, like because of the environment we were talking about before, and um, because they don't feel prepared going into an exam, what
0: actually happens if you
2: walk out of yeah. so? Is it? Are you yeah, failed? Automatic fail. Yeah, um, unless you've got an injury. So I knew um, someone a few years above us broke his back for
3: <laughs> the exams. Exam.
2: Yeah, I no no not during. <laughs> 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 I <was> say <laughs> Fell off the chair. Uh, of a bit, a bit. No, um, he chair. did something outside of school. He was on like a skateboard or something, broke his back. And couldn't do, like, majority of his exams. It was, like, a science one, a, another one, a, an RE one. And so they obviously couldn't be disqualified because they didn't have a chance to do them at all if you're ill on the exam day. So we had to do them in, like, a separate environment. But they only do that if you're, like, literally well, can't I mean, get out know, just there. ask
1: your mates what the questions are. And That's the why
2: they've got to be careful. That's why they've... we
1: well, in isolation, though, so sometimes if you're... Sorry for interrupting you. Yeah, no, it's right. If, like, exams cross, um, so say you've got two exams at the same time, you'll go into you'll do one and then you'll go into isolation until you connect to yeah other. yeah you're not so allowed you phone or anything that's yeah, what he, he
0: wasn't allowed any social media or anything in the hospital until he'd done that exam that's what happened i remember mr casey saying who's my computer science teacher um saying something about the python that they used to have to do people used to publish it online the actual test and now we have to do a python test but it's not worth anything towards our actual gcse whereas it used mm. to be like t- five or ten percent last time i would
3: love a Python of section are. of course you are. But the, the thing is though, I find
0: Python easier than,
1: like, Python Python is so all the so easy. I don't. So. Python
3: is, like...
4: <laughs>
1: That's just another subject in to general. To me, Python <laughs> that could just make makes ridiculous.
3: sense. It's, like, yes. words that make sense.
1: I'm,
0: like, a two-plus words. To be fair, though, moving on to... correctly. Cr- 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 C- curriculum cu- <laughs> Curriculum. I cannot say that c- 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 you know what else c- I c- find c- out to say I was in chemistry then I could not say al- alumi- aluminum 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 oh al- I just I just can't aluminum. say it aluminum. I just cannot
3: aluminum. say it aluminum. anyway curriculum like? aluminium aluminium that's how it's what spelled like
0: aluminium so, aluminium yeah. we go aluminium don't we right so on to curriculum uh what do we think about certain lessons how much we have of them uh, do we want them in our timetable
1: I wish we had more science because. Of course you do, Ellie. I don't think we do enough. Yeah, we don't. Not enough to learn. We have it like. We have what,
3: three three biology lessons a fortnight? We have six,
1: seven, three 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 three. chemistry. And then we have three subjects. And also in a lot of our. Well, for me, Poppy, Finn, Josie. Everyone (laughs) but (laughs) Conroy. Um, We're kind of behind because we lost teachers, so we're going over stuff we should have already done. Mm. So for us, I feel like. We've missed out
2: on quite a bit and we're kind of behind, so we wish we had more so we could get out of it. Yeah. Um, I think with subjects like science, it's great to have more science lessons um, and it would be even better if we could swap them out for subjects like computer science. If we didn't have to do yes. computer science, Ooh. we would have more vacant. This is just personally because I don't like computer science. Some people might say, oh, we don't want to do French or something. But I don't think that you should have to do subjects that Aren't going to be beneficial to us in later life. Maths, English, perfect. The odd bit in biology, you know, it's great. And maybe doing those in year seven and eight, it's great doing the full curriculum. And it's good that we get to choose separate science as an option and we don't have to do it mandatorily. Mandatory. It's just not mandatory. Yeah, it's it's not mandatory. But it's with such as like computer science, French, geography, and history, I get that's that's a good subject to have. But it's just completely uncalled for. There's no need to have it in our curriculum and they've taken it away now actually in our school haven't they yeah. we're the last year to have done it as a GCSE um so it's, it's an option I don't do, I don't enjoy it majority of the year don't enjoy it There's the odd person that I'm does all <laughs> and we, yeah and because we don't enjoy it we don't have enthusiasm for the subject so we, we're not Honestly, doing well in it and that's not on us I think that's and it's not on the teachers either I think that's on the fact that we didn't get to choose it in the first place um I
4: think yeah it's really good that the school so um, when we were all choosing our options which was it and. Um, at the end of year eight Mm. Yeah. yeah um so we didn't have very much choice at all we were we were told sort of lots of the subjects that we needed to do um which then got to the point where actually um i think if we're doing such a wide range of subjects although that's you know meant to be to help us as much as we can in later life so that we have such a range i also think that actually i'd personally much rather be able to spend more time on uh, a smaller amount of subjects and then be able to get a higher grade because I've got more lesson time and I can put more focus on those subjects then do so many that actually I might not be spending as much time on each one and then actually getting lower grades especially if it's not something I'm enthusiastic in and it's like not a subject I want to do.
5: Mm. Yeah because I was going to say like I don't think RE should be compulsory yeah that's yes. all us, I was, um, um, not all of us are religious but a lot of us are which well it's called lfl in our
0: school isn't it yeah yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. LFL.
5: yeah um but i think that we should learn about it in years seven and eight and nine maybe but i don't think we should take a gcse in it um because some of us it's hard for us to learn when we don't we're not religious but like for some of us we learn it outside of school even when we are religious as well so i feel like it's it's a bit um much for a GCSE for some of
1: us. I think it's good that we do our rate because um for like future employers and things like that <laughs> um to show that you have an understanding of other people's religions and that you can work with other people from religions and understand it like um fasting and Ramadan and things like that. So like could we not
2: like do that in the first three years of the curriculum? Yeah, but
1: still to have a qualification as well. Like I think it's good because then that's all in the end going to add up to your average which gets you into college and university so what's the point in like learning about something and we could have more science and get a know. better grade in science learning about something and then not getting anything out of it when you could that's all what i think
3: well basically especially with re like you ask your teacher why do you have to do re and they uh, say something along the lines of like to understand others cultures and to like Make sure you're not gonna like abuse abuse other's cultures. Be respectful. Yeah, but then equally, like I've I now have an understanding of Christianity and Islam. I don't need to sit a GCSE in it. Yeah. I, 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 what
2: about Buddhism? What about Sikhism? Why don't we learn about that as a uh, in exactly. the first in the first did we in the first three years of the curriculum when we're in year seven, eight, and nine? Why don't we do that then? And then when we get into year ten, and eleven, when when school as a whole becomes more exam based. Why don't we then start to gather more knowledge on subjects that we have to do exam examine, for example, science, for example, English and maths, French geography, history, a language or whatever on your creative subject, because then you have more time and less stress for the exams.
4: I think also, yeah, in terms of um, agreeing with Ellie, I think it's really important, but then also agreeing, I think, yeah, a GCSE we don't necessarily need because everything that we do in lesson like in our lfl class we have some really really good discussions um, we're learning loads we're developing loads of skills but then sometimes in lesson time we have to stop doing that to focus on like a gcse style question and doing that and the stuff for the exam isn't really helping us but we have to stop having all those helpful discussions and stuff that was really helpful and helping us develop as people to then work on stuff just purely for the exam when we're not really learning anything new.
0: I think I enjoyed LFL more in 7 and 8, 100%, because it was about things like world peace, you know, thing. You know, it was to do yeah. with war. It was to do with and I really enjoyed that because it taught us real life lessons, what we had to go out there and do. And I understand religion and I think it's really good to learn about it. But whether we do need a GCSE in it, I think that should be by choice. I don't think we should be forced to to have one. I think we should be educated in it and whether we are educated in year seven and eight on that, you know, I think that's just by choice, really.
5: I think we actually learned a lot more about it in year seven and eight because we didn't, we weren't working towards a GCSE or the thought of taking an exam in it. It was we, just to yeah. learn about others, and I think that it was just a lot better in year seven. And to eight, learn about tolerance, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. yeah.
0: Should we close it up now, guys? Yeah, had so, a good discussion today. we had a really good discussion <laughs> today. So next Thank week you. we'll 100 percent be on musical theatre and Miss Jones will be attending. Is joining
2: us, yes. Um, It'll be about
0: all things West End, Broadway, singy, woo. dancey, acting, oh. So I will dance. be making an appearance on that one. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I hope you enjoyed today's episode, guys, and we'll see you later. Bye guys! Bye.